Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 120. Today, as we are getting close to the end of the book of Proverbs, we're going to look at wisdom and friendship. There's a number of things in Proverbs, and we'll also see it in 1 Thessalonians 3, about the connection between how our words and our actions used wisely uh, lead to good friendships, but how when we're foolish and when we use our actions and our words in an unwise way, we actually break down relationships and lose friends. And our passages basically today are telling us that wisdom can help us to build good friendships and that we desperately do need good friendships. We need each other because as we have people around us who help us in times of need and walk with us and encourage us, we are lifted up in a way that shows that the importance of community, the importance of friendship. And this ultimately, I believe, comes from God because he is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the whole understanding of community and friendship comes from his nature as three in one. And so let's begin with Proverbs 26. Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering bird or like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause does not come to rest. A whip for the horse and a bridle for the donkey and a rod for the back of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you yourself also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own opinion. Like cutting off the feet or drinking violence, so is sending a message by the hand of a fool. Like legs dangle uselessly from the lame, so a proverb dangles in the mouth of fools. Like tying a stone in a sling, so is giving honor to a fool. Like a thorn has gone up into a hand of a drunkard, so a proverb has gone up into the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random, so is the one who hires a fool or hires any passerby. Like a dog that returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. You have seen a man wise in his own opinion. There is more hope for a fool than for him. The sluggard has said, There is a lion in the road, a lion in the streets. Like a door that turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. The sluggard has plunged his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his own mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own opinion than seven people who respond with good sense. Like one who grabs a wild dog by the ears, so is the person passing by, who becomes furious over a quarrel not his own. Like a madman who shoots firebrands and deadly arrows, so is a person who has deceived his neighbor and has said, Was I not only joking? When there is no wood, a fire goes out. And where there is no gossip, contention ceases. Like charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious person to kindle strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels, and they have gone down into a person's innermost being. Like a coating of glaze over earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. The one who hates others disguises it with his lips, 
but he stores up deceit within him. When he speaks graciously, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations within him. Though his hatred may be concealed by deceit, his evil will be uncovered in the assembly. The one who digs a pit will fall into it. The one who rolls a stone, it will come back on him. A lying tongue hates those crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another praise you, and not your own mouth, someone else, and not your own lips. A stone is heavy, and sand is weighty, but vexation by a fool is more burdensome than the two of them. Wrath is cruel, and anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. The one whose appetite is satisfied loathes honey, but to the hungry mouth every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from its nest, so is a person who wanders from his home. Ointment and incense make the heart rejoice, likewise the sweetness of one's friend from sincere counsel. Do not forsake your friend and your father's friend, and do not enter your brother's house in the day of your disaster. A neighbor nearby is better than a brother far away. Be wise, my son, and make my heart glad, so that I may answer anyone who taunts me. A shrewd person saw danger, he hid himself. A naive per- passed right on by, they had to pay for it. Take a man's garment when he has given security for a stranger, and hold him in pledge on behalf of a stranger. If someone blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning, it will be counted as a curse to him. A continual dripping on a rainy day, a contentious wife makes herself like that. Whoever contains her has contained the wind, or can grasp oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a person sharpens his friend. The one who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever takes care of his master will be honored. As in water the face is reflected as a face, so a person's heart reflects the person. As death and destruction are never satisfied, so the eyes of a person are never satisfied. As the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold, so a person must put his praise to the test. If you should pound the fool in a mortar among the grain with the pestle, his foolishness would not depart from him. Pay careful attention to the condition of your flocks, set your mind on your herds, for riches do not last forever, nor does a crown last from generation to generation. When the hay is removed and new grass appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will be for your clothing, and the goats will be the price for a field. And there will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and for the sustenance of your servant girls. The wicked person fled, though no one was pursuing, but the righteous person can be as confident as a lion. When a country is rebellious, it has many princes, but by someone who is discerning and knowledgeable, order is maintained. A poor person who oppresses the weak is like a driving rain without food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law contend with them. Evil people do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it all. A poor person who walks in his integrity is better than one who is perverse in his ways even though he is rich. The one who keeps the law is a discerning child, but a companion of gluttons brings shame to his parents. The one who increases his wealth by increasing interest gathers it for someone who is gracious to the needy. 
the one who turns away his ear from the hearing of from hearing the law even his prayer is an abomination the one who leads the upright astray in an evil way will himself fall into his own pit but the blameless will inherit what is good a rich person is wise in his own opinion but a discerning poor person can evaluate him properly when the righteous rejoice great is the glory but when the wicked rise to power people are sought out the one who covers his transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses them and forsakes them will find mercy. Blessed is the one who is always cautious, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into evil. Like a roaring lion or a roving bear, so is a wicked ruler over a poor people. The prince who is a great oppressor lacks wisdom, but the one who hates unjust gain will prolong his days. The one who is tormented by the murder of another will flee to the pit, let no one support him. The one who walks blamelessly will be delivered, but whoever is perverse in his ways will fall at once. The one who works his land will be satisfied with food, but whoever chases daydreams will have his fill of poverty. A faithful person will have an abundance of blessings, but the one who hastens to gain riches will not go unpunished. To show partiality is terrible, for a person will transgress over the smallest piece of bread. The stingy person hastens after riches and does not know that poverty will overtake him. The one who reproves another will in the end find more favor than the one who flatters with the tongue. The one who robs his father and mother and says there is no transgression is a companion to the one who destroys. The greedy person stirs up dissension, but the one who trusts in the Lord will prosper. The one who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but the one who walks in wisdom will escape. The one who gives to the poor will not lack, but whoever shuts his eyes to them will receive many curses. When the wicked gain control, people hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. And so we have this uh, incredible variety again of Proverbs, many of them mentioning friendship, the importance of it, the importance of how words draw people together, how words can also cause incredible damage. And I think one of the most damaging ways that we use words is in gossip and spreading uh, things about other people that are not completely true, that may be true, but given in a false light, in a in a tone and a way that's not true or real or appropriate. And so I think the, the warnings again are friendships can be built up and strengthened by how we use our words and how we speak about ourselves and speak about others especially. And they can also be broken down that way. And God's calling us to use our words in a way that does build people up, not break them down. And we see the value and the beauty of people loving each other and being in friendship and community together as we read from 1 Thessalonians 3. So when, Paul is speaking here again, so when we could bear it no longer, we decided to stay on in Athens alone. We sent Timothy, our brother and fellow co-worker for God in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen you and encourage you about your faith, so that no one would be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are destined for this. For in fact, when we were with you, we were telling you in advance that we would suffer affliction, and so it has happened, as you well know. So when I could bear it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith, for fear that the tempter somehow tempted you and our toil had proven useless. But now Timothy has come to us from you and has given us the good news of your faith and love, and that you always think of us with affection and long to see us just as we long to see you. So in all our distress and affliction, we were reassured about you, brothers and sisters, through your faith. For now we are alive again if you stand firm in the Lord. 
for how can we thank God enough for you, for all the joy we feel because of you before our God. We pray earnestly night and day to see you in person and make up what may be lacking in your faith. Now may God our Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we do for you, so that your hearts are strengthened in holiness to be blameless before God, our God and Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. You can hear Paul's affection for the people of Thessalonica and how excited he is to hear that they are also uh, loving him back and loving the others with him. And this isn't some kind of ego boost. This is really a, a re- reality of meeting people, sharing the good news of Jesus and the forgiveness that we find in him, and finding a new relationship as brothers and sisters, mentioned a bunch of times, as a new family, a family of God, a family that's learning to love each other, to support each other, to care for each other, and to point each other to the love of God so that in the hard times and the difficult times, we could be reminded that ultimately, The way we know we are loved by God and cared for most is what he has done for us in Jesus. And so community, friendship, love are all connected really ultimately to Jesus, what he has done and bringing us into a new family as brothers and sisters in Christ. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, HTTP, netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You are-